the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And, you know, Noah, uh, Noah, Noah, can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yeah, you got to turn the mic up, man, or uh, or I can't hear your dulcet tones over the airwaves. We, we, we well, love those you know what, man? I, I, I guess Cooley. that was excitement, man, because uh, this very, 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 very good friend of mine, Russ Emanuel, this guy is probably the busiest director in film history, or he close to it. And, it sounds uh, like it sounds like my uh, film counterpart. That's about how busy I am in radio. I understand his busyness. Wow! Now this guy is producing movies. Oh, I understand. Friend. And uh, he has over. I, I'll tell you, and this is no joke. And we'll talk about that one later. He has over two, maybe three hundred uh, film festivals. I think he got about six or seven different movies that are in film festivals all over the world uh, waiting to be shown. And uh, this guy is so busy uh, right now, and I'm just so so tickled pink that uh, he gave me an hour of his time because he's working on his newest and uh, movie called Staycation. And we're going to talk about that one a little bit later on today, but I tell you, I, I'm no joke, Noah, uh, this guy... Uh, directed a, a lot of the people that we know, uh, especially Star Wars, Star Trek, and and all of these. I'm talking about the, uh, this. Uh, I'm just happy, man, that uh, I can call this guy a friend because I know how busy he is. How you doing, my friend? Good, good. Doing well, doing well. Wow. You know, so I want to get this show started real soon. Uh, because we got so much to talk about, and he just held up his coffee mug, a Star Wars. I know. Mug. I Michelle told me that. And I said he's my new best friend. <laughs> and he hold, he's holding it up right now, man. May the and, force uh, be with you, my friend. Uh, the force is with him, and um, <laughs> a young guy, man, that's doing so many magnificent things. And we're not going to be able to concentrate on all of the things that he's doing right now. Uh, but uh, I want our listening audience to know that. You're going to get an opportunity to know what's in the film, a producer, a director mind, especially when they got multiple, multiple films and they got uh, they dealing with a lot of top notch Hollywood actors. I'm not saying they have to be Hollywood, uh, but uh, you have to be able to adjust to all of these different type of things. So I tell you, I want you to sit back and grab you like nine, ten bags of popcorn because that's what. It's going to be required tonight and when you when you finish this. So uh, before we even get started, I want to bring my great uh, co-host, Michelle Cooley. And how you doing, Michelle? I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to this interview because not only did we have Russ on the show before, but also that I love film. I love films. I love old films. I, I, I love the way certain directors um, do their films. So I'm like you, Noah. I'm a film buff. Do you have a favorite director, Michelle? I'm just curious. Wow, there's a lot, but I would say um, Martin Scorsese. Oh, he's a great I one. I like Francis Ford Coppola. 
Um, and you know who's been doing a really good film directing is Denzel Washington. You know, I he's was actually going to say he's one of my new favorites. He's always been one of my favorite actors, and he's mm-hmm. a heck of a director, too. But you know who my most favorite film or director right now is Russ, Russell Emanuel. <laughs> <laughs> only because I know him and only that I know what it takes to do this. And we're going to dig deep inside of a director, producer, mind. And, and we're also going to get an understanding of how it worked to work with Top Knocks actors, A-list, B-list, or whatever that is, because this guy do it all. And so I tell you, I listen to the audience, if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. I want to get this thing started, Noah, because uh, it's, it's, I, I'm excited, and you know that I'm excited, and I know you're going to be excited. So, Michelle, can you please... Tell our listening audience what the t- today's topics, title, and I want you to introduce this great guy and all of those three different things. Yes, the title of the show is A Conversation with Award-Winning Filmmaker Russ Emanuel. The purpose of the show is getting to know the background of award-winning independent filmmaker, director, and producer Russ Emanuel, discuss the genre of films and actors he has worked with, talk about his current films and those are currently in production, and how he finds funding for his films. Russ Emanuel is an award-winning American director, producer, and independent filmmaker, having directed such actors as John Hurd, Robert Picardo, Vincent Pastore, Glennis O'Connor, Haley Kate Eisenberg, Jeremy London, Ryan Hurst, William Devane, Marina Sirtis, Sean Kenny, Armin Shimmerman, and Gary Graham. He grew up in both in Japan and the United States and graduated from USC to study cinema television. He founded Russum Productions in 2002 to promote his films, including Girl with Gun and Doc. Documentary Restoration of Paradise. Presently, Staycation, the sequel to Routine, is currently being filmed. Marks Emmanuel's sixth foray into feature filmmaking after directing PJ, Chasing the Green, The Legends of Nathia, Occupants, and Whisper. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, welcomes back award-winning filmmaker, director, producer, Russ Emanuel. How you doing, my friend? How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for uh, having me on again. And it's so great to hear your voices. Man, it's so great uh, to hear your voice. Now, you and I chat all the time on uh, text and this and because I know that you are working on uh, this uh, staycation. And uh, I know, but you're working on a lot of different things. And you are, you got five, six different films and in, in all of these film festivals across the world. I think you 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 clocked over 300 that you are uh, won and you sitting back waiting to win and I think you're going to win them all. So, welcome back to the show, my friend. Oh, uh, thank you for having me. And uh happy new year by the way. Happy 2022 to everybody. Happy 2022, and uh, one one of the things I want to say, Howard Nash, how you doing? I see that you're watching. <laughs> you know, I know that you uh, uh, work with... Uh, Howard's my... Uh, with, <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, I tell you, Russ, can you... Uh, you already been, just like we talked about, you've been a previous guest on the show, but can you remind our listening audience where you grew up, your background, schools you attended. I know you attended uh, USC, you attended all this, yep. but not just the schools, but what you're working on. So you want, you want me to go into my background or? Yes, 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 sir. Uh, okay, yes, sir. Sure. Yes. So I, I basically uh, grew up in both Japan and the United States, um, you know, on and off. Uh, like uh, I was born in Alameda, California, uh, but then I moved like when I was like four or something like that to Japan and moved back when I was like five to Alameda, then to like Long Beach. And then in eighth grade, I moved to Kobe, Japan. And Kobe is where, you know, like Kobe Bryant, uh, the late Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. Um, uh, Kobe beef. Yeah, that's the Kobe. Uh, I was there. Um, at an international school called Canadian Academy. Um, met some wonderful people there. Uh, definitely I garnered a very international perspective on life because I was around people from all over the world, uh, especially when I was attending that school. 
Uh, then I attended USC. Uh, I even went to our, uh, our rival school, UCLA, for UCLA extension classes, where I met my uh, uh, filmmaking partner, Emil Harris. And Emil and I have been uh, making films since uh, we did a film called Her Night back in like 2002. Um, and then you mentioned Girl with Gun. Uh, which got into like uh, the San Diego Comic Con, um, and it was that film that garnered the attention of my uh, uh, producer and friend and amigo Howard Nash. He saw that film. He offered me the directing gig for PJ, um, which is called Heaven's Messenger now, by the way, um, which you can find on like 2B TV. Um, and because of him, then he hired me to do uh, my second feature film, Chasing the Green. And all these films, by the way, have Robert Picardo. Star Trek's Robert Picardo. Um, other actors, as you mentioned, like John Hurd, the late John Hurd, rest in peace. Uh, Jeremy London, Ryan Hurst, William Devane. The Chasing the Green is now called Big Shots, <laughs> which again, you can see on 2B TV. Um, and then, uh, then my, we did our third one called The Legends of Messiah. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I want you to hold that thought, yeah. The Legend of Messiah. Okay. <laughs> we got to take a station break. We got to pay the bills, right? <laughs> and so... We're going to come back. We're going to continue to discuss this. And then we're going to get off into really getting an understanding of what goes on in a film director, a producer, uh, all the different things that happen uh, in their minds on producing films. If you want to be part of this conversation, that's one 344 Again, that's one 344 It's your life. I'm James Cole. We'll be back shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Noah Dingley here, producer of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and you know I tell you I got a very good friend of mine that might be the busiest man in film. Uh, not only do we have, uh, like, I think six, five or six films that are being reviewed all around the world in film festivals, but he is doing just an absolutely fantastic film, which is a, a take from one of the films that that he has done. 
and it's called staycation. And we're going to talk about that one later. Uh, but, uh, you know, being uh, extremely busy, not having time and, and just like probably I can see his face right now. Like, okay, JC, once we finish this, I'm going to work the rest of the night because I got this movie that's coming out real soon. I want to make sure everything is okay. You know, so if you want to be part of this conversation, that's 1-888-344-1170. Again, that's 1-888-344-1170. Russ, you mentioned, and we were talking about uh, a lot of things that uh, you're doing, and we also talk about uh, you growing up uh, in the United States and also Japan. I spent seven years in Japan uh, uh, when I was in the military and, and I did some little acting and all that type of stuff over there. Uh, but um, besides that, uh, you, you are from Japan and you are from the United States. Which country do you believe that you like best? Or this is uh, a little comparison because we're going to delve off into what inspired you to get into film. Oh, well, first off, I'm going to quote a, a very uh, wonderful Star Trek The Next Generation episode, the best of both <laughs> worlds. So I like both. <laughs> uh, but what inspired me to get into um, film, um, I, I mentioned this before, I must have, uh, is a film music, especially the uh, music of uh, composer John Williams, you know, who did scores to uh, films such as Star Wars, Superman, Harry Potter, Indiana Jones, Jurassic Park. So uh, his, his score... Um, really inspired me was um, the score to uh, Jurassic Park. Uh, I was seen in the um, uh, at the beginning of the film in the helicopter when they were approaching Island Bar, and it just really um, mesmerized me. You know, the acting, the cinematography, of course, the score. Um, it, it just really, you know, I, I, I guess it's like you know when you get goosebumps and you just mm-hmm. feel it. Well, I just felt it, you know. Uh, and when I direct uh, any of my films, you know, from uh, you know, from Heaven's Messenger up to Vacation, um, uh, when it feels good, when it feels right, and you get those goosebumps, like when I'm directing an actor, it, it just it's movie magic. You know, there's there, there's nothing quite like it. You know, and I'm even getting goosebumps now just thinking about it. Uh, I remember when we were doing the, um, a scene in uh, my, uh, I guess my fourth feature film was called Occupants. Now it's called Ultraverse. Um, there was a take where we did it like, I don't know how many times, five times or so, but on the fifth take, and then like there were flies like flying into the shot and everything was going wrong the first four takes. But on the fifth take, it was moving magic. And I'm like, that's it we can move on because I, I can tell. I mean, that was the performance and that the, the cinematography, the composition, everything about it, it just worked, you know? Um, that's why I'm a film director. Wow. You know, you mentioned John Williams and the music he did. Didn't he do the music for the movie Jaws too? Or may, or Jaws? Yes, or may, yes yeah. he did. I remember. Yeah. I, I think it's just two notes. Two notes and it's so memorable. It's dun dun. Yes. Dun, dun, just repeated <laughs> that, over and over again. And everybody knows it. You know that shark is on its way. <laughs> you but know Russ, it. That's why I'm never getting in the water, even though I live in Huntington Beach. <laughs> Russ, how many films have you directed and what genres of films that you mostly are directing right now? Um, so I've directed six feature films, including, uh, Staycation. I pretty much, I think, mentioned all of them, uh, which a lot of them you can see on 2B TV. Uh, just, you look up my name, like Russ Emanuel, R-U-S-S-E-M-A-N-U-E-L, you can find my films. Um, uh, but I'm also directing, uh, uh, currently in post-production a film called The Assassin's Apprentice 2, which is a sequel to The Assassin's Apprentice 1, and there, it's action. It's an action genre. Um... And that, that's like laced with Star Trek actors, which is just such an honor to direct uh, people like uh, Tracy Coco, who's, you know, uh, Lieutenant J in uh, Star Trek. And now she's also in Staycation. So uh, as to the genres right now, uh, Staycation is a horror film. And I, I'm actually um, a big fan of horror, especially psychological horror. And uh, Ultraverse. Uh, formerly occupants is definitely in that mindset and staycation is definitely in that mindset too. So uh, we did a little prequel called routine, uh, which was kind of a concept piece. It's a five minute concept piece. Um, mm-hmm. 
And because of that, and it's, again, it's all horror genre, um, we were able to get the funding uh, to be able to make staycation, uh, which is a big shout out to all my investors and to our Indiegogo contributors who made, you know, funding possible for the film. So, yeah, I would say horror, psychological horror. I love horror films and psychological horror as well. Um, who are the, some of your favorite directors and why are they your favorite? You know, I, I've always, uh, I went to USC, USC cinema. So I, I definitely been, uh, I've gravitated towards, uh, blockbuster cinema. So, you know, uh, you know, Steven Spielberg has always held a really, you know, uh, I, I guess, uh, you know, a, a heartfelt place in, in my, you know, in my heart, pardon the repetition there. Um, but just his films, especially um, his films from the uh, 70s and 80s. You mentioned Jaws, mm-hmm. classic. Uh, Indiana Jones, uh, like especially Raiders of the Lost Ark, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, Jurassic Park. Um, you know, it's just it's very fantastical, and I've always uh, it's, I, I've always been fascinated by him especially as a kid, you know, I grew up watching uh, those films, those uh, films that I just mentioned. So um, more currently, I mean, you know, I meant um, there's a director, James Wan. Um, he's done uh, Conjuring and Insidious. Uh, when, and he's, I think, a master when it comes to, like, psychological horror films. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I, I've been, you know, gravitating towards even, um, like, right now, uh, Netflix and Amazon has like really good uh streaming shows so not just you know movies but you know i've been gravitating towards uh, shows like the expanse uh you know uh, man of the high castle um you know even the new star trek iteration like star trek picard uh which i'm very very happy but <laughs> whoopi goldberg is back as gynan and i've always loved gynan so I'm so happy to see her in the new uh, trailer for Star Trek Picard. Russ, now you did it. Noah's up, and you just said the magic <laughs> words. Best, best two words. Actually, in Star Trek Picard is a great series. So my favorite three words, Star Trek Picard. Uh, it's oh yeah, I'm all I'm, I'm all tickled. You're even talking about it. Oh, I, I love it, and I just can't wait for. I think was it March third is when the new episodes are coming out. So I, I'm excited. Trust yeah, me. And, I heard yeah. s- some negative reviews about it, and I just don't understand it. I think and, and maybe you can give me this answer. This wasn't even going to be my question, but I think people expected it to be, hey, this is just it's picking up right where the next generation leaves off. No, this is a completely different story with a completely different vibe. And I love the way that they go through the story and lace in the old characters, but really focus on the new ones and also that of where Picard is in his life. I think it's outstanding. Exactly. Exactly. Look, Patrick Stewart is 81 years old. He's not 40 something 50 something as he was in the next generation you know this is a, a, a like a, a new chapter in his life so you're not going to get the next generation you know however um that said i love how it's very psychological um and i love how they're bringing back i guess they call them uh, legacy characters you yes, know, including uh, an actor an actress i directed marina Sirtis. i directed her in the assassin's apprentice i'm a huge jonathan frakes fan so i loved seeing him back oh. too I'm afraid. Yeah, you get Will Riker back. You know when he when he was in the uh, was it the uh, the last episode of season yes. one? He came back. Yeah, as acting captain. I was like, that is awesome. So I really, really look forward to season two and season three. Wow. Yeah, hey man, you make it sound uh, so easy because uh, about Star Trek, but <laughs> and and Noah, go ahead on. Uh, take us to the break, Noah, because I know you're a big Star Trek fan. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, and, and this is where, so we got about a 90 seconds before the break here, and I would love, Russ, just for you to say, like, why, from a filmmaking perspective, all these years later, it's a good idea to, like, re, to take these legacy characters, even Picard, who's the title character, and carry it on in, in a new direction, because what I was originally going to ask you, there's films like Raiders of the Lost Ark, one of my favorites, and the original Indiana Jones trilogy, and they make a fourth one, and now they're making a fifth one. And there's some that think 
that you're losing some of the luster of the original concept by continuing on the story that maybe has already run its course. Do you think they're doing that with Picard? I don't think they are. And, you know, what are your general thoughts about franchises like that? Okay, so sometimes it can run its course. Um, You know, you could say that about the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. But then again, I just saw the latest episode of Boba Fett, and it is fantastic. It's excellent. And and it incorporates the prequels. And if you've seen the episode, you know what I'm talking about. You have the prequels. You have even mention of the sequels in there, like certain characters or creatures. And, of course, the original trilogy. I mean, I think it's brilliant. So you can, uh, you know, I, I guess uh, you can run out of gas, but at the same time, you can revitalize it. And I think Star Trek Picard is revitalizing, um, you know, uh, you know what Star Trek The Next Generation was, you know, what I grew up watching. You know, and I, I just really, I love how Q is back, you know, especially Guinan is back, you know, and I hope they bring back Dr. Crusher, Jordi Laforge. Uh, you know, war, all of them. You know, I hope they all come back before Star Trek Picard, um, you know, ends its run. Wow. Hey, Noah, I'm going to take us to the break, but, uh, I, Noah, <laughs> I, I want to, I want to give another, at least one more minute to this. Okay. So I tell you, we'll pick it up. Uh, on the other side of the break, I tell you, this is so fascinating. If you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. We got Russell Emanuel. We'll see you shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true-life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, we're having a conversation with award-winning filmmaker Russell Emanuel. And I tell you, I mean, me knowing this guy personally, me having him in studio a few months back, me watching all the things that he's doing. And I, I, and I tell you, it's genius in the making. And now listen, audience, uh, I want you to remember this name because you will remember Russell Emanuel. Remember that name. Uh, you can put him uh, right now and lock it in. Because you're going to have them in, in the names where all of the big time, Steven Spielberg, all these old type of guys. Uh, I know he, he's looking at me like, no, like, JC, come on. But 
He's doing a lot of great things, and just remember that name. And if you want to be part of the conversation, the phone lines are wide open right now. That's one 888 Again, that's one 888 Russ, now we was talking about a lot of the things that you're doing, especially Star Wars, and you, you mentioned the counselor, counselor Troy, you mentioned a, a lot of these other great, great things. And, and, uh, you got my producer, Noah Dingley. Tickle pink. No, I know you got a million questions that you want to ask. A mil- million questions. We talked about Star Trek Picard and the, the universe of Star Trek. And before we get to staycation, I just have to ask him because I know the actor that played Boba Fett in the relaunched Star Wars A New Hope special edition. So I love Boba Fett. Always have. I have a little bit of a special connection. But the new show, The Book of Boba Fett, is it's been a little hit and miss. The first, the, the first episode and maybe another one was a little slow. But this last one, which I know you've seen, Russ, is mm-hmm. absolute lights out at midnight tonight. The next episode, episode six drops. And I am hoping for more Mandalorian right next to Boba Fett himself. And this is just, uh, I think, going to be a great series when it's all said and done. Oh, I totally agree, and I I also now look forward to uh, season three of The Mandalorian. They're obviously setting it up for that. Um, I I just I I just love Boba Fett. Um, I've always loved that character. I love how you know they they're respecting. Think about the show; it respects all of Star Wars, you know, including the prequels, the sequels, the original trilogy, and you could tell that the showrunners, they, they have their heart into it. You know, they love it. Yeah. Same thing with Star Trek, by the way, Star Trek Picard, Star Trek Discovery, you could tell. Um, and I'm watching even Star Trek Prodigy, you know, um, you can tell that the showrunners, they, they love the material and they put in a lot of these Easter eggs. I just saw an episode, uh, just, I forgot what it was, but basically it goes into all 97 Easter eggs in the last episode of Boba Fett. Oh, that's you know? great. Yeah, and and, and and that's what makes it so fun to watch is those Easter eggs, you know? And you're like, oh, that's a Naboo uh, Starfighter, and uh, oh, yeah, that's, that's that alien from, you know, Dimension of Fazier. Well, yeah, Jedi. especially like you were saying, when it, when it ties it back to everything that's come before it, that's it's really a nice, classy touch. I, I think it's fantastic, and that's why, you know, getting back to Star Trek, um, you know, they do that. They're doing that, too. You know, they're tying it all together. They even tied in JJ-verse into Star Trek Discovery uh, for one of the episodes. Um, you know, they mentioned that the supernova event, you know, that affected Romulus, you know, created an alternate timeline. And then one of the directors, uh, one of the actors, David Cronenberg. You know, he plays a recurring character on Star Trek Discovery. And so he was the one who mentioned that. I'm like, that is brilliant. You know, it's tying it all together. So, yeah, that's my two cents. <laughs> you know what I tell you, man, you're working on. And every time I talk to you, every time we talk and you, 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 you own the uh, site and you directing this new film, which is a continuation from one of your previous films. Uh, staycation. Uh, first of all, no. uh, can can you tell our listening audience uh, about staycation? Uh, I mean, I just just uh, so fantastic, so, and I know that's taking a lot of your time. So, staycation is a horror film. It actually is, uh, you know, a take on the uh, the social aspects of uh, what happens during a pandemic, and uh, I think everybody can relate to what happens during the pandemic, right? <laughs> I mean, we're, we're sort of going through one right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, staycation though, uh, takes a, uh, more horror aspect. Uh, so the virus in staycation is not COVID, not COVID. It's, um, you know, something, uh, I, I can't really give it away, but let's just say it's certain monsters. Um, and, but it's basically how we deal with those, quote unquote monsters, you know, um, you know, during a pandemic and, uh, we're great with like really good actors. I mean, we were mentioning star Wars and star Trek. Well, we have our lead actress is Olivia Davo and she was both in star Wars and star Trek. She was in star Wars, the Rise of Skywalker and the clone wars. Um, and she was also, uh, in the episode with Q, we mentioned Q. She was in an episode called, uh, I think, was it True Q? If I'm right, it was the episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, may be, I may be getting the wrong, the wrong, but she played a Q, basically. Um, 
So she's our lead actress. But we have other actors like Kelly Maroney, uh, Laureen Landon, um, Tracy Coco. I mentioned Tracy. Uh, Eileen Dietz, um, uh, Sean Kenny. And we, we just have a wonderful uh, team. Um, and I, I have to give a big shout out to uh, Bill Victor Arakam, who's our lead executive producer. Uh, without people like him, who plays uh, a character named Rob Peterson in the film also, who's actually, uh, he's reprising his role from Routine. And for anybody who knows, I, I was mentioning trivia and Easter eggs. Well, if you really want to know Russell Manuel, I just mentioned myself in the third person. Sorry about that. <laughs> but if you really <laughs> want to know about me, uh, the Peterson name, I had it in every single one of my films since Girl Was Done. And that was back in 2004. Every one of them, including American Whisper, Ultraverse, all of them. You know, Collar, The Assassins of Princess 1 and 2. So Bill Victor plays a special character because he uh, has the Peterson name. So, yeah, and that's really, uh, we have like 91 actors in this film. And I, I think we had over 100 in American Whisper, which, by the way, I mean, that was a gargantuan film in itself. We filmed uh, a couple years ago in New Jersey and New York. However, with Staycation, so a lot of the actors, the 100 actors in Whisper, they were background. They were in bar scenes, you know, um, they didn't really have lines. But the 90 actors in Staycation, pretty much all have dialogue. They all have some presence in the film. And part of the reason was how we filmed it. Uh, we did crowdfunding. And one of the perks is you get to act in the film. So uh, a lot of our 90 actors, uh, they, you know, uh, put their time and money into uh, vacation, made it possible. So uh, we, you know, hopefully returned the favor and, um, you know, put them in the film. And I'm a big stickler uh, for performance. Um, I mean, a really big stickler. And so is my uh, filmmaking partner, Neil Harris. So even if, you know, uh, hopefully when you see the film, um, I am so neurotic when it comes to performance that uh, every actor in the film, I made sure that the performances were as good as possible in my subjective point of view. And Neil Harris, my filmmaking partner, he's, completely in the same camp. And he says, Russ, and he's also the editor, by the way, Emil Harris. He's not only the writer and the DP, but he's the editor. So he's editing these scenes together, right, of all these 90 actors. And he's like, Russ, it's such a pleasure to edit people like Bill Victor uh, and the uh, Tracy Coco and these others because the performances are there. And I think that's just, you know, it's a kudos to, I, I call, uh, you may know this, uh, James, in the show, but I always say team staycation. And I really mean that it's the team, you know, it's the team. It's, it's all of us. Uh, that makes it possible. So, um, you know, um, I, it's just, we, we just have a wonderful team. We have, um, you know, 90 actors. We have, gosh, you know, I have to look at IMDb right now just to see, we have 303 filmmakers. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's gargantuan. And yeah. You know what, Russ? You know, some of the actors you mentioned in your film, like Olivia Diablo, I remember her as a sister in that old TV series, The Wonder Years, and Kelly Maroney, yeah. I remember her as a soap opera actress in Ryan's Hope back in the day. Yeah. So I do yeah. remember those names. I tell you, I'm a film, I'm a TV person. But um, we got to take you guys to break. Um, we'll be back with <laughs> Russ Emanuel. If you want to be part of this conversation, please call in at 1-888-344-1170. one 888 one 1170 The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. We'll be right back. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. 
We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on Smart Speakers and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and you know, we got one of my best friends. I'm telling you, he's doing all these things, and he gave me an hour, he stepped away from uh, uh, his film, his crew, to uh, uh, be on the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And I tell you, Russ, I, I know that you're busy, but I, I believe that this is so important, uh, just us chatting, because now you got our, uh, you got the world uh, interested in what you're doing, and, and they are on lock and key, especially my producer, Noah, which he has his own show and a lot of other folks got their own shows and they are trackies and, <laughs> and, uh, you're doing some great things. So I just want to say, uh, thank you, my friend. And listen, audience, if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Russ, what location was staycation filmed and what was it like filming during COVID with the actors? They're doing it. Oh, you're still doing it. Okay. Yeah, yeah we're still filming. <laughs> <laughs> knock on wood. No, knock on wood. Nobody has. Uh, I'm very, very uh, happy about this. Very relieved. Um, we've taken a lot of precautions with the COVID uh, situation, and nobody so far has tested positive on my sets. Um, I mean, we really, really. I, I, if anybody, anybody who knows me, I'm, I'm kind of neurotic and paranoid anyway. So I, I, as a hypochondriac, <laughs> which, you know, I am, um, I will take as much precautions as possible. So, you know, whether it's COVID tests, um, you know, making, making sure people are vaccinated, uh, you know, providing uh, sanitizers, wipes, uh, you know, uh, having masks, especially N95 masks. Um, but, yeah, filming during COVID is very interesting. We started filming uh, Staycation. Um, oh, before I do before I say that, we're actually – very near to finishing, probably in the summer of 2022, which is the reason why I thank you for having me on the show, because this helps to promote this film with all these actors I mentioned, like Olivia Dago. Um, but yeah, we started this project, you know, back uh, in the early stages of COVID, you know, back um, in October of 2020. And during that time, there were no vaccines. I mean, it, it was it was uh, very touch and go. We uh, uh, had to get a COVID compliance officer, a great guy named Luis, and you know we made sure people were tested and whatnot. Um, but you know, I mean, it, it it definitely ate up a significant portion of the budget uh, to deal with COVID compliance. Um, and so we shot in Burbank. You were mentioned, you were asking where we filmed. We shot in Burbank. Uh, and then we did some pickup shots where I live in Huntington Beach. Um, because of the COVID compliance requirements that we had to go through, the uh, Screen Actors Guild, uh, we basically ate up all the budgets uh, that we raised uh, private capital for. So we were forced to do Indiegogo, which is crowdfunding. And I did it through uh, my producer, Angela Joseph. So a big shout out to her. Um 
because uh, we coordinated, we were able to raise 202%. And I mentioned how we had like 90 actors. Well, a lot of them are about perks. Um, this is what crowdfunding is. And one of them is to act in the film. So we were able to raise uh, a good amount of money. Um, and that made what we filmed in Burbank and Huntington Beach um, in um, November and December 2020. We were able to basically expand the story, which was really honestly the game plan anyway to begin with, but it accelerated the process. So what ended up uh, starting as like a 30-minute film became a 60-minute film. And uh, we filmed additional scenes um, in Hollywood, California. We filmed in places like Acton, California. Um, we filmed in, um, boy, uh, you know, uh, we just filmed with an actor named Max Nascente, uh in January. Um, again, in my hometown. Uh, we went to various areas around uh, where we filmed, including the locations where uh, my other film, Assassin's Apprentice, was filmed. So we were filming uh, in Huntington Beach again. Uh, but because of the Indiegogo campaign, we had actors from all over the world where they did what's called remote filming. So they basically recorded their performances uh, from wherever they lived. And that could be Australia, that could be uh, you know Japan, that could be anywhere around the world. And so basically... Uh, Michelle, you asked where we filmed. We filmed all over the world. We literally filmed all over the world. Um, and we're going to film. Uh, we raised uh, enough money to film the final 30 minutes. So this will be a 90-minute feature film when all is said and done. Right now it's 60 minutes. Um, and we're going to be filming April here uh, in Los Angeles and Huntington Beach. Noah? Again. <laughs> Oh, sorry. If you guys text me, I was not looking at my phone. Yes. Oh. <laughs> when you're when I'm focusing on the show and his words and what he's saying, sometimes I'm just I'm just getting lost in the in the theatrics of it all. So I can keep talking if you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the whole point is to be able to hear you on so many different processes of you know of filmmaking. And as a director, I guess that's my question to you: is what's your favorite part because the director does so many different things what's your favorite part of being a director and at the end of the day you know you can capture that shot and say that's why i do what i do you know it's like this um it's like building a lego set every single part is important to make it into a cohesive whole so what is my favorite part honestly all of it because the way i look at it Every little piece, whether it's, you know, uh, you know, acting by Olivia or the, the score by our, our composer will be Basilis Molestis, who's been my composer uh, since Occupants. Um, or, you know, just, uh, you know, us doing, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, thank you again for having us on the show. But every little part, every part is necessary for that cohesive whole. And so my favorite part is just imagining what it's all going to look like when all is said and done, you know? Have you, you know, ever I, had, I, I love, on that moment, real quickly, I know we got about three and a half minutes left, and James has got, you know, a couple more questions, but do you ever have, have a vision? You're like, this is, a, this is what it's going to look like, and the process takes, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, it's natural progression, and then it turns out twice or three times better than you had ever hoped for. It does happen. Look, art is subjective. And I'm very, um, very open to suggestions. Uh, when I work with actors, you know, um, you know, I want the most natural performance. So, you know, uh, if there's a word that like uh, makes them tongue twisted, uh, like for me, I have an override. I can't say th. You know, then you know, I ask them, okay, why don't you try something else that makes it more natural? So, of course, you know, you got to be uh, as a director for me, and other directors are different. But for me, I, I'm very malleable. And I, I sort of go with the flow as long as it sticks to the cohesive whole, you know, as long as it doesn't deviate from, you know, the actual concept of the film, of the story, of the script. So, yeah, no, I mean, I tell you, look, I, I always say team staycation and I mean it because everybody, it takes the whole team to make this happen. You know, it's not just me as the director, you know, uh, everybody 
can have really good suggestions, and I'm very much open to it. So, yeah, trust me. Sometimes we go into different directions, and, and it works, and it's movie magic. And hopefully when you see Staycation, when it's done in the summer, you will feel that movie magic. You know, that's what I hope, you know, Can't as wait. a filmmaker, as an entertainer. Wow. Hey, hey Russ, I know we're down to the last two minutes of the show. Uh, first of all, I want to thank you. Really? <laughs> uh, you know, first of all, I want to thank you because I know how busy you are. I mean, I, I track you. Me and you talk all the time. We we communicate. And I know you're on set right now. And um, I tell you, when you complete this movie, I want to get you back on. And that's probably about two, three months. want to get you back on to talk about a lot of these things that uh, you went through and produced that we, we're not going to give anything away about the movie. Uh, but uh, also uh, anybody that want to follow you, like I follow you on your social media and just to see how you are doing with all these uh, great things. How can they get in touch with you? Uh, go, go to my uh, website, my production site, Russem Productions. That's R-U-S-S-E-M, M as in Mary.com. And on there you'll see links to all the social media. Um, you know, I am on, uh, Facebook, you go staycation, I think staycation movie, facebook.com staycation movie. I think that's what it is. Yes. You, 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 I think movie. you're on everything, my friend, uh, you're on everything, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. you know, not only am I a filmmaker, but, uh, I have to be a social media expert, uh, to get the word out there. You, it just, you know, you have to do it. Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, um, you know, and again, thank you for having me on the show. Hey, hey thank you. you. Thank oh. you. Uh, we're down to the last uh, 45 seconds of the show. And uh, <laughs> Russell, my friend, hey, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the James Cooley Show. It's your life. You know, uh, yeah. hey, man, we always going to be like this. Uh, I think my great producer was uh, Noah Dingley. I think like to thank my great uh, co-host, Michelle Cooley. Most important, I like to thank our listener audience for tuning in. And I tell you, we're always looking for a sponsor so we can continue bring this great mess. We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been The James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 